Welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast, and we are doing a special series just for Advent. Welcome back, friends, to day two of our Advent devotional. Today, we are celebrating the second name of Jesus. And the Messiah during this Christmas season. The scripture we're going to go for today is is John chapter one, verse 41. It says, he first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ. Messiah means anointed one or chosen one. Jesus Christ means something like Jesus, the anointed one. Okay, so before we get into this, I want to just preface or disclaimer that we are just simply scratching the surface on this one because the topic of Jesus being the Messiah has been studied for like a bajillion years, and um, it also comes along with some messianic prophecy and deep theologian, theologian, oh my goodness, deep conversations that we just aren't having here. We're going to scratch the surface of it, but I do want to give you a tiny bit of context as well. In the Old Testament, there are only two Jewish leaders who are described as Messiah, anointed with oil, the high priest in Exodus and the king in 1 Samuel. Although the anointing of oil gave authority and power, the anointed were dependent on God and they were responsible to him. In the New Testament, the Messiah isn't really expected anymore because the one who is awaited, who we've been waiting for this whole time, who the prophecies were speaking to, he comes as the one who's already come. The Greek term, Messiah, is only found twice throughout the New Testament and only in the narrative provided by the Apostle John, one of the scriptures we just read. And in that, John the Baptist establishes that Jesus Christ was Messiah And we're studying that scripture, and I'm going to read the second one. But John the Baptist is the one who's talking in this, and he says, He found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which translated to mean Christ. John 1 for 1. Later in John, Jesus is recorded as acknowledging that he was the Messiah. He says this, The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming. He who is called Christ, when that one comes, he will declare all things to us. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he, which is a confusing way to say, dude, that's me. You're talking about me. I am the Messiah, which is so cool. As I was studying this, um, actually, this isn't in my notes, so we're just going to go for it. But as I was studying this, it reminded me of a scene of how when Jesus was resurrected, the women were the first one to saw him. That's a whole nother podcast episode that I would love to dive into because they were waiting for him. They were doing the things they were supposed to. The disciples, however, were up in the upper room and doing their own thing is like the the short version, right? But even though Jesus explained what was said in the scriptures concerning himself, it wasn't until after Jesus's resurrection that the disciples were fully open to the meaning that the Old Testament prophecies regarding the Messiah was actually Jesus, like he was actually the anointed one. And it just blows my mind on one hand. Like, can you imagine that walking, talking, breathing with Jesus, like living with him in the flesh, sleeping with him, all the things, right? Listening to him day in and day out, watching his miracles, all of it. And you still didn't fully a thousand percent believe. You still sort of doubted. So when the, the things that took place happened, you weren't necessarily waiting by the grave, right? You were 
doing other things and you still sort of doubted. I want to say this to encourage you because if you're still maybe a little slow to fully embrace all of this, you're not alone. And even the guys that walked and talked with him, it still took a minute. But I want to encourage you to keep seeking him because we get the privilege of having the Bible told before us and we get to choose to have faith and believe in him through his word. So even though we're not walking with him, we see the whole picture laid out before us. And that's so cool and such a privilege that we get this. But what I love about the scene after the resurrection is that Jesus showed up for the disciples and they were like, yes, thank you, God. This is Sam's version, by the way. So I'm condensing it. (laughs) But then when the disciples told Thomas, who we talk about Thomas in one of the previous episodes where we talk about doubt, his nickname is Doubting Thomas, right? You're about to see why. So when the disciples were like, hey, Jesus is back. Yes. Thomas wasn't there. Thomas missed the first encounter with Jesus. And so when the disciples were talking about it, Jesus was like, nah, bro, I'm not going to believe it unless I see the nail marks in his hand and I can put my finger where the nails were and put in my hand even into his side. I won't believe. That's in John 20, 25. And so, okay, cool. They're like, I don't know. They're probably like, man, we, but we're telling you. And Thomas is like, "Mm, nah, a week later, (laughs) Jesus comes back to the room through locked doors. Mind you, he always shows up in this room and the doors were locked. And I always think like, y'all, he didn't knock like he, anyways, we'll go on to that a different time, but he showed up in this room (laughs) and he says, peace be with you. And he goes straight to Thomas. Does he chastise Thomas? No. Does he cast him out? No. Is he like, dude, you stink. You didn't believe. No. Instead, The Messiah says to Thomas, hey, put your fingers here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it on my side. Stop doubting and believe. I love that scripture. Honestly, seriously. Like, and then Thomas is like, God, it's you. Thank you, Jesus. Right? So Jesus at this point is He's every, he's everything. He's done <laughs> what he said he was going to do. He's filled the fulfilled the prophecies, but he comes back to Thomas, who he loves, right? And he's like, "Hey, I know you're doubting. <laughs> Put your fingers here. Look at my hands. Look at my side. Stop doubting and believe." And then Jesus also says to him, "Because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are those that have not seen and yet believed." That's us, friends. That's us. But this I this was a side note, like I said, for my notes, because I think it's so cool that Jesus cares about us. Even if we're doubting, he will show you the nails on his hands. He will show you who he is. And we just need to seek his faith and even challenge him in that and be like Thomas and be like, hey, I really need you to assure me. I need you to build my confidence in this. So anyways, hopefully that's an encouragement for someone who's like, eh, this is all like, Jesus born to a Virgin Mary. Maybe this feels a little, man, hard to believe, but I want to encourage you to press in deeper and believe that you'll be blessed for those who have not seen and have yet believed. So cool. Okay, let's get back to Messiah. Where do we see Jesus called Messiah in the Bible? Here are a few examples. In the beginning of Matthew, we read the genealogy of Jesus, and we're going to do that again through this series. Um, In Mark, his gospel, it says the beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, And then in Matthew, in his genealogy, it says Mary was the mother of Jesus, who was called the Messiah, which is Matthew 1.16. Also, Simon Peter proclaims, Jesus, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. 
Jesus' friend acknowledged, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who has come into this world. That's John 11, verse 27. Jesus revealed himself as the Messiah to the woman at the well and at the synagogue in Nazareth. He said he was the anointed by the Spirit of the Lord and came into the world for God's purposes and to fulfill Isaiah's prophecy. In John 20, verse 30 and 31, it says, Jesus performed many signs in the presence of his disciples that weren't recorded. But these are written, John said, that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Amen. How can we know that Jesus is the true Messiah or Christ? Well, one, the Bible tells us to, and we have to have faith and believe that what the Bible says is true. I always say, if you believe in Genesis 1-1, you have to believe in Revelations, the last scripture. You have to believe in everything in between. And because it's alive and true and well, and the Bible confirms the Bible. Scripture confirms scripture. And so many times through this, you'll see things in New Testament and the prophecies spoken there, they come true and they're fulfilled in um, Old Testament, no, backwards, in Old Testament, and then they're fulfilled in New Testament, or things confirm each other. The Bible is a living, truthful document. So first, we have to believe that. But then also, Jesus' resurrection is the single most important detail of the gospel accounts found in the Bible because these eyewitnesses' accounts of his resurrection prove that Jesus was not only a good teacher, he was a great man, he was, he was sinless and blameless, he, it also proves that he was and still is the promised Messiah, the anointed king. And because Jesus the Messiah came, he fulfilled all that he was supposed to do, Gentiles, which is us, that means Gentiles is someone who's not Jewish, aka us, we have been grafted into the family of God. That's what it promises in Romans 11. Because he came, the Gentiles get to become adopted sons and daughters of God. It was said that the Messiah would come who would save his people, who would transform the world, who would bring in this new age, who would bring in the end of days and all the things. And he did it, ladies. Friends, he did it. So we get to celebrate in this season, Jesus, the Messiah, Jesus, the anointed one. There's a quote I found by Dr. Don Carson. He's the founder of the Gospel Coalition. And it says, when we say Jesus Christ, we should be thinking in our mind, Jesus, the Messiah, Jesus, the promised priest, the king, the prophet, Jesus, the one who is anointed by God to bring about our redemption. He is Jesus who has been set aside by God, anointed by God, the ultimate redeemer, the ultimate anointed one, the ultimate Christ. Man, if that ain't the best title yet I've ever heard. Oh, friends, I hope this blesses you today as we dug in a little bit to Messiah. I encourage you to dig in your scriptures more. Read all of John. Read where it's talking about those things. I mentioned scripture throughout this. Open your Bible and go to those. Read it for your own eyes and study it today. Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one. We get to celebrate him this Christmas season, and I'm so excited and thankful and grateful that we do. Thanks so much for tuning in, friends. See you tomorrow.